The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran. Welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, depending on where you are listening from. I am excited to dive into another exciting episode, and I have a beautiful guest with some fascinating information that I look forward to sharing in conversation with her. But before I get into that, I just want to let you know that the new issue of 1111 Magazine is out. It is online, it is free, and you can uh, access it at any time that you'd like on the website, 1111mag.com. There are some incredible articles this month and some features by the guest today, Jennifer Gale, as well as Howard Glasser in regard to nurturing children and Yogi Amrit Desai, who I've had on the radio before and has written an incredible relationship, uh, yoga on relationship article, along with many others. It is an opportunity there for me to celebrate individuals, to allow you to see yourself and the possibility of how you can create expansion for your life just by seeing the mirrors within others. So definitely check out 1111 Magazine. You can also access all of the archives of 1111 Talk Radio. We have been here since 2009 with really powerful weekly episodes and with information, teachers, change agents, and speakers that are timeless. This is information that will allow you to grow and to expand and deepen into yourself so that you can discover more and more of who you are and what that means in relation to the rest of the world. And if you'd like to follow me on social media, you can access all of my quotes, my archives, my sharings at Simran Singh 1111 or at 1111 Magazine on Facebook or Twitter. So definitely connect and make sure that you have access to everything that you might desire to participate in that I share freely. My guest today is Jennifer Gale, and she instructs astroharmonic medicine, continuing education to licensed professionals. She's a certified acutonics practitioner, astrology sound healer, and mentor with a master's degree in health sciences. She lives in Pennsylvania, but she has clientele all over the world. So regardless of where you are, she does have long-distance services And today we are talking about her book, The Science of Planetary Signatures in Medicine, Restoring the Cosmic Foundations of Healing. It is a fascinating book, and I will love to go as deeply into it as we can today because there is so much, and you will be amazed at how connected everything really is. From the book, our current worldview and every system born from it, including medicine, is operating from the premise that when something challenges what we hold dear, we must attack it. Destroy the disease, the enemy, the adversary before it destroys us. 
But what if we realize that the chaos is just a messenger reflecting our own brokenness and providing us with an invitation to respond differently? The very definition of insanity is repeating the same behavior while hoping for a different outcome. Perhaps it is time to recognize that our worldview not only needs to change, but that the need has arisen because it is time for a change. While astronomy is the language of the cosmos, astrology is the language of the individual's unique connection to it, to the whole of which we are all a part. And this has enabled Jennifer Gale to view her life as the alchemist. And in doing so, she is going to share some of that alchemy with us today. Welcome, Jennifer, to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you so much, Samran, and thank you for that lovely introduction. Of course, this is a really deep and profound book, and it does allow us to understand how truly connected we are, not just to each other, but to the entire cosmos, and how interconnected all of these various sciences are as well, medicine, astronomy, astrology, um, even the science of religion, all yeah. of them you go through, and in the, the many mechanics and people throughout history that have added to this storyline of our very cosmic foundations and ongoing cosmology. So talk a little bit about, um, first, astrology versus astronomy, that opening right there where you talk about astronomy being the language of the cosmos and astrology being the language of our individual connection to it. Talk about them individually and then how we bridge these two to really have them make sense and use for us in our own lives. Sure. Well, where I like to go with that topic is to remind um, readers and listeners of Pythagorean concepts. This was one of the major epiphanies for me, even though I am a certified acutonics practitioner and these historical figures were those that we studied in the curriculum. Um, still, when I was doing research for this book, there, I, I saw Pythagoras and the Pythagorean concepts in a slightly different lens. And so what I'm going to talk about in terms of astronomy is that to Pythagoreans, number in and of itself it implies order. And number expressed in space is geometry. So here we have spatial mathematical relationships which, by the way, is exactly what the natal chart is when we, when we um, configure or use a computer to, to bring forth the cosmic imprint or the celestial signature. So geometry represents number in space. Number in time is music. So here, you know, when we look at astrology and the astrology chart that way, we can understand that these mathematical and spatial relationships, these angles, represent frozen music. Number in space-time is astronomy. So, <clears throat> this <laughs> astronomy, the big picture, the cosmos, the language of the cosmos is made up of sacred geometry, it's made up of music, and of course math, but um, that is why, I, I mean, I find that to be the most compelling argument for why we need to use astrology 
in therapy, whether it's psychological counseling or um, physical, emotional, spiritual healing. I mean, it's all part of that complex and yet very profound relationship between the individual and the individual's life and the greater cosmos. That's a really fascinating um, outline of, particularly in regard to numbers, because we 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 tend to to have a vague knowledge, uh, the average person, that okay, things do boil down to numbers, and, and and even the binary system of the ones and the zeros, everything stems from that, and then expands outward from that. But then to align it with the geometry and the astronomy, and and to understand how that connects with music, and and even the the frozen. Uh, universe, the, the the way that you spoke that, uh, that's pretty profound um, in in the fact that okay, what can we then do with with the knowledge of that number and the sacred geometry and the sound? So, will you talk a little bit about what acutronics is in relation to this information? Because I know you bring it all together, utilizing sound as part of the way to heal. Yes. And, you know, most of us were taught that, most of us have been taught, of course, that Pythagoras is a mathematician, but many of us may have forgotten or never known that he was also a musician. He was a priest. And so there were, I mean, the ancient physicians were a combination of many things. And that's, and he also understood that while number implies order, they, Pythagoreans recognized it as more of a metaphor, um, philosophically, and so it wasn't absolute. There's a lot of, in other words, there's a malleable quality to this. So getting back to your question, acutonics, um, yes, the astrology chart, or what I call the cosmic imprint, is frozen because it's a snapshot of the sky at the time a person is born. But, of course, the planets are continue to move, and just like a sheet of music, notes on a page, that sheet of music will come to life, will be expressed very differently according to whether a student is practicing the sheet of music or a master is performing it and expressing it eloquently. And so, of course, none of us, you know, we're here on planet Earth because we're learning how to be, really become masters of our own destiny, to to take part in this matrix of communication, this this invisible network of communication that is always around us. It's in us. It's a part of us. So the infinite wisdom that creates worlds and continues to create universes upon universes, galaxies upon galaxies, is that same wisdom that exists in every level of our beingness, at the subatomic level I mean, there is no place where this infinite wisdom is not. It resides in all and is a part of all and encapsulates all. 
So the the chart or the cosmic imprint, while it does seem static, it encourages us and music, the application of the planetary tones through sound, through vibration on the body is something that really profoundly supports inner harmony. So that person, that individual, um, rather than feeling fragmented, like all these voices, you know, are, you feel distracted. Should I go this way? Should I go that way? Should I think this way? Should I think that way? I mean, it, fragmentation is the enemy of healing. Whereas this, by using sound and by using the chart itself to customize a treatment on someone, we are bringing, we're calling all the parts back. We're encouraging congruency between the innermost being and their, that individual's uniqueness to what their what their purpose is in life how why are they here um because ultimately it is that purpose that brings us joy and um opens the heart you know as you were talking jennifer the image that came to mind was the black void space where mickey mouse went up on top of the mountaintop and he put his hat on and he started to create fantasia and it came mm-hmm from shapes and sounds and colors and all of a sudden oh. worlds began to to be created through this this symphony of music coming together in harmony and we are all seeking this life in harmony we are yes. seeking to be creators and one of the most powerful statements you said was we are either students practicing or masters performing and yes. our bodies in themselves are instruments and our life in itself is an instrument And it is the difference between the doing of us and the being of us. And and what you're talking about when we bring all these things together, this convergence of all of these points into who we are, that is where the harmony is. And that's what, when you're talking about the planetary signature and restoring that foundation, it's bringing all of that back together. But it's utilizing these tools that have been there since the ancients for us to to support us in achieving that, yes? Yes, absolutely. And, and, and so as you ahead. talk about medicine, because you start off the book with authentic medicine, and we have this view of what medicine is based on what we've watched and how we've grown up and what we've been conditioned into and what medicine itself has been conditioned into. But you go into the background of medicine and how it was so much more. And as you slightly stated uh, that, that individuals and, and physicians utilized many different types of methodologies in, in the ancient times, that has shifted now. So take us into this deeper exploration of what medicine is, what authentic medicine is, and how we weave these other pieces back into medicine so that we can create not just greater healing, but greater harmony. Yeah. Well, Okay, so pre-Hippocrates, ancient physicians understood this as above, so below concept. I mean, they lived it and breathed it. That's what we call hermetic medicine. Hermetic is um, rooted in Hermes 
sorry, <laughs> trimagistus or trimegistus, however you want to say that. But Hermes was um, an historical figure that taught the as above, so below concept. Um, this is someone I address in the book, and I don't believe it will serve us to go into that right now because I want to give a broad overview of where medicine was and then how it changed at around the time of Hippocrates. So ancient physicians understood that these four building blocks, fire, solids, liquids, gas, that make up the cosmos are also what we know in astrology as the four elements, fire, earth, air, water. Two are yin, feminine, that is, feminine and receptive, and two are yang, fire and air are yang. Um, but to ancient physicians, they, they practiced humoral medicine, the four humors, which are represented by these four elements. So these elements are operating in the physical body, and just as the elements, they're not just one-dimensional or material substances. They have an energetic, unseen component to them as well. So up until Hippocrates, that type of um, concept was practiced in medicine. And it, like I said, the, the physicians were also priests. So they understood how to manage um, the kundalini energy and that which connects physical and the spiritual, or the seen and the unseen, let's put it that way. Now, at the time of Hippocrates, he, um, even though he was practicing humoral medicine, this is really the birth of Western medicine. Because and I'm going to pause you right there, Jennifer, oh, so that sure. we can go Sorry. to a break and have you go into that birth of Western medicine after this break. Okay. When we look at the vast and intricate cosmos, galaxies, planets, organisms, organs, cells, molecules, and atoms, there's a fundamental order, a music or harmony of the spheres. Our cells reflect the images of galaxies seen through our telescopes. We are the microcosm reflecting the macrocosm of the heavens. All manner of manifestation is influenced by the invisible realm and contains a stellar imprint known as the doctrine of signatures by ancient physicians. Many have applied these signatures to plants, fruits, and vegetables and their medicinal effects on the body. However, little attention has been paid to planetary effects on health. The natal chart itself reveals a unique planetary signature with its own geometric and harmonic proportions. This is from the book, The Science of Planetary Signatures in Medicine, Restoring the Cosmic Foundations of Healing by Jennifer T. Gale. You can find out more about her and her work at soundworksbygale.com. That's soundworksbygehl.com. And you can discover more about her long-distance services in addition to acutonics and all of the other things that she has to offer. We'll be right back after these messages. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. 
people all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized. So you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent. A part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great, have more energy, sleep better, gently detox, lose unhealthy weight, and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today visionofoneness.com Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Music is the most effective means of restoring harmony to dissonant angles and aspects representing parts of the self. 
By freeing up those harmonic relationships, the individual engages in awakening process that not only connects neglected parts of the self, it also awakens one's perception to the greater whole. This awakening of the self provides access to the intrinsic communication network already existing between humans, animals, plants, earth, and the cosmos. The natural science upon which the ancients drew to advance all manner of living is available to us today. There is much to rediscover, and it requires not only asking the right questions, but questioning what we are certain we already know. Embracing the mystery is the first step toward creating a more wholesome future of medicine. This is from Jennifer Gale's book, The Science of Planetary Signatures in Medicine, Restoring the Cosmic Foundations of Healing. Again, you can connect with her at soundworksbygale.com. Welcome back, Jennifer. You were talking about the transition that medicine has taken, and I want you to continue on that part of the conversation so that people kind of understand where medicine has gone so that we can understand how to return back to it. Sure, thanks. So um, Hippocrates is known as the father of modern medicine. And what I was explaining is that he really is the father of modern medicine because he is the one really chiefly responsible for separating the more spiritual or energetic component of medicine as it was practiced up to that time from the physical and quote-unquote scientific rational substantive. So in other words, the, the yin, the way I see it is the yin elements, emotional, spiritual, represented by, uh, well, let's just leave it at that, emotional, spiritual, were separated from the more substantive, physical, one-dimensional um, aspects of living. But of course, you know, this right now has been expressed uh, to the extreme. We are so fragmented and, you know, medicine today as it's practiced really does not recognize that part of the human experience, which is intuitive, which is more yin and receptive. It's if you, In other words, if you can't see it, if you can't test it under a microscope, then it is not relevant to your experience. And, of course, what I'm trying to explain in through this, well, I hate to use the word try. What I am explaining in this book is that we have to consider all aspects of the physical, of the excuse me, of the human experience, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And it sounds like medicine, when you talked about it going more in the direction of the humors, that has to do with bile, it has to do with phlegm, it has to do with with how we release in, in that area of us, as opposed to what you talked about, the four elements or the four bodies, which would be... Our, our nature it would be the the elements and the essences so it feels like one is very external and one is very in, internal and we've kind of gone through a polarity when it comes to medicine so are we coming back into balance really bridging the two of these so that they come together because surely both are important it's just about mm-hmm. finding the again the harmony in the two and bringing it back together but more so rather than outside of us, bringing it more so back inside of us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is the internal environment that 
I believe, determines what a person experiences externally. And so when we change the inner environment, we are encouraging and supporting the rearranging of the external environment. But it really begins with perception and observation. And so, um, but you, you spoke to of this polarization and that is what I see taking place right now. Um, but I do believe that we are headed in a more balanced um, expression of medicine. At least I hope so. Um, that's what I want to see happen. That's what I'm encouraging. But the individual has so much to say about how that collective will unfold for all of us. Because when you think about it, we have all that exists inside of us. And so we're like cells, C-E-L-L-S, of the whole. And just imagine any human body. If you have many cells that create these you know, organ systems, if they're not well, if they're imbalanced or diseased in any way, then the whole body will eventually become that. And I think that's what we're, we're seeing now. We've been polarized in one viewpoint for so long that it is now time to bring the balance back, to bring the harmony back. And we can do that one person at a time and have that harmony reverberating out into the collective you have a section in the book where you talk about chaos before creation. Mm-hmm. And even when we think about the universe forming itself, there had to be a big bang and there had there was a void and then there was all of a sudden this bang that was all of this chaos and then creation came into form. And so it almost feels like with all of the chaos that surrounds us, regardless of the area of life that we're looking at, whether it is health or whether it's in the financial markets or whether it's on a global front, is that chaos really at a place where uh, it is the dissonance that's necessary to create the resonance and the harmony for new creation to take place? Yeah, honestly, I see it that way. I, I really do. Um, nobody, we really cannot create change without that contrast. And so it, it just happens that when when you're looking at change on such a large scale it appears to be that chaos can be frightening when you look only at the chaos but when you observe and perceive the implicate order that is intrinsic to all life that means that it applies to us as individuals as well But when we get focused too much on the chaos and on the manifested happenings, we can, you know, it's easy to become fearful because you're looking at the effects of so many years of being in one viewpoint. But in order to break up that polarized viewpoint, we're going to need the chaos to come in and to create something new. It doesn't feel particularly good, but it's growing pains, and it is absolutely necessary. And that's why. Go ahead. Yeah. That sounds like even what medicine has done is it looks 
you know, as we look at, at the effects of what has happened over a long time, rather than going deeply internally to see what the cause is that requires, again, what you said, the yin. I want to read from another section of your book that was really quite powerful. The serpent came to symbolize learning how to transform a lower and less healthy state of being into a higher wise one. As with the Ouroboros, like a serpent swallowing its tail, it represents the unceasing cycle of transformation beginning with life, proceeding into growth, waning into death, and returning back to life. These are the cycles the ancient Chinese believed to inextricably link heaven, earth, and humanity as represented by the four seasons and five phases that translate to the physical body. In the Tao Te Ching, it is written, the Tao gives birth to one, one gives birth to two, two gives birth to three, three gives birth to all things. One refers to the primordial egg or the womb or undifferentiated wholeness, two refers to yin and yang, Three refers to heaven, earth, and humanity, which then gives birth to all forms. In the beginning was the primordial womb, and with the womb was the primal and undifferentiated energy tumbling and swirling in the great chaos. Really powerful statement. It says a lot both about how things began, but again the cyclical nature in which we may be finding ourselves right now for a rebirth to take place. You talk about the four the, the okay. symbolism of four, and you go into quite a few different symbolisms of how numbers repeatedly show up um, cosmically. Talk about the four and also talk about, um, I found it fascinating how the yin and the yang shows up in the uh, cyclical nature of our our seasons, of our solstices and equinoxes. So start letting us know how these these number signatures that show up are really imprinted throughout many areas of our life. Sure. That um, section where it talks about the new cycle, the growth, the waxing or coming to fullness, and then the waning, um, that we see even in the moon cycles. First quarter, I mean the new moon, first quarter, full moon, and last quarter. So these cycles are everywhere in nature. And yes, in the four directions of the natal chart, it is in the four seasons that we see this, these cycles occurring. And these cycles, of course, are also how the body regulates change. We cannot have healing without change. And so, you know, if... Um, if we were to remain in one particular cycle, that's when stagnation occurs, when inflammation occurs in the body. So even though we as humans don't particularly like change, change is what constitutes healing. Now, when that, I guess I'm getting a little off track here, but I'm making the point that these cycles are occurring at the microcosmic level and at the macro level, and it is simply part of the implicate order. So where the, um, oh, let's see, you know, in in astrology, I, I talked about fire and air being yang. They are the elements that want to move. They're about awakening, about circulating. Um, Earth and water are more yin, more receptive. They're downward moving. Roots go deep into the earth. Water 
seeps into the crevices. But each one has their own temperament and their own characteristic. So um, not only are these elements operating in nature on Earth, but they're operating in the body and they're operating in the cosmos. The way I see the, the five phases in Chinese medicine is that fifth element, and, and by the way, ether is the fifth element in Western medicine. We just don't talk or use the same language as ancient Chinese did. But the fifth, um, the five phases or the fifth element is really about creative change. And so without that, you're not going to have the four elements speaking to each other. There won't be connectivity. There's only stagnation and separation. Does that make sense? I hope. It does. And when we talk about creative change, if we're looking at life in support of the body, in support of the cosmos, then, then that means if we follow the seasons, if we look at the seasons and the natural occurrence of the seasons and just replicate that in our actions in our lives then then we actually support uh, staying in alignment and in balance with the rest of the cosmos yes and for me and and you know my particular specialized uh, healing modality I mean I add to that of course the unique signature a person is born with because I feel that when we are doing that and learning and and when we are committed to making this transition from being student practicing our life purpose to at least you know working toward becoming the master um, then we are we're doing the work then we are contributing positively to the greater whole That's how I In this comprehensive exploration of the celestial influences that underlie health and healing, Jennifer Gale with Mark Nicosi examine how ancient modern t- traditions of healing interconnect through the doctrine of signatures, as above, so below. Jennifer reveals how one's celestial nature, the arrangement of the cosmos at the moment of birth, has implications for personal health and how each sign of the zodiac corresponds to parts of the body, the chakras, the specific plants, herbs, colors, and emotions. She explains how sound rearranges forms according to the principles of harmony, leveraging not only the human self-regulating capacity to restore health, but also that of the earth to restore balance and harmony. Also explored are the recurrence of geometric forms in nature and how to apply this knowledge in sound healing and medical astrology. We'll get more into this in the next segment of the show. And you can find out more about her long-distance services, acutonics, and other parts of her work if you go to her website, soundworksbygale.com. That's soundworksbygehl.com. We'll be right back after these messages and learn more about the science of planetary signatures in medicine. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 
1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts and topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. Are you an artist? healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach, a wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker. Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent, a part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great, have more energy, sleep better, gently detox, lose unhealthy weight, and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. If you are looking to experience deep integration in a playful and magical way of experiencing the world and yourself... I invite you to explore my own three books, Conversations with the Universe, about how the world speaks to you through the signs, symbols, and synchronicities that are, in fact, you. 
in addition to your journey to enlightenment to help you return to the innocence of the child and allow you to see the world from a place of wonder and new creation, in addition to your journey to love, how to find your true and one ultimate soulmate, who actually is yourself. I also have heart-opening workshops as well as personal retreats when for those individuals looking to really expand the heart and open to a deeper state of devotion for their experience of life. My guest today is Jennifer Gale, and she is the author of The Science of Planetary Signatures in Medicine. You can find out more about her at soundworksbygale.com. The natal chart represents a snapshot of the heavens at the moment an individual is born. Even if two people are born at the exact same time and place, thereby sharing the same snapshot, so to speak, their individual levels of consciousness influence how and to what extent they're able to work with and express the energies inherent in their chart. There are many pieces and parts that go into the phrase, as above, so below, and this information becomes more fascinating when one takes into account that there are, according to certain schools of thought, many ways that the cosmos is connected to the body, 365 acupuncture points on the body coinciding with the days of the year. There are 12 ordinary meridians, each assigned to two hours in the 24-hour period, known as the circadian clock. There are also pre-heaven and extraordinary meridians known as the eight extraordinary vessels that correlate with the eight trigrams and the eight immortal beings. These are all parts of what you will discover in Jennifer's book as you understand restoring the cosmic foundations of healing. The book again is The Science of Planetary Signatures in Medicine and her website is soundworksbygale.com. This part was incredibly fascinating, Jennifer. As I looked at um, some of the astrolog- astrological aspects that you have in here in combination with the sacred geometry and geometry. Because when we think about astrology, so many of us know it more in a general sense of, you know, what our sign is and how that gives us certain personality characteristics. And, and even we might know a little bit about the elements, but it's taken so much deeper here in connecting us to certain herbs, certain plants, to certain organs in our bodies that are affected. Talk about how that can be so impactful to our health, our healing, and the harmony within our own purposeful life. Right. Well, as you said, I mean, we're used to applying subjects or to learning about subjects from a one-dimensional aspect or viewpoint. And that is the case with astrology. I mean, what we read in the newspaper for the Libra sun or the Scorpio sun, etc., it may apply, but it's also um, very, it's, it's just skimming the surface. But when you take into account all of the intricacies and the interconnectedness that exists, um, and you apply that to really understand and to encourage a person to unfold, to blossom into, just like we nurture plants, you know, we, we water them and some of us talk to them, you know, we give them love or we do this with our pets. We need to do the same thing to ourselves. And I, I loved, not to get off track here, but I loved your intro to this last segment and the own work that you do in terms of encouraging people to live from the heart, to truly understand who they are and what gives them joy. 
And, you know, I guess this is echoing to uh, following your bliss that Joseph Campbell talked about. But the astrology chart and looking at all of the the multidimensional aspects, the planet signs and houses, what they mean and how they are informing our unfolding. These are the things that I love to help people, you know, understand. It's really simply turning them on to themselves. Who are they and why are, why are they here? Those are the two basic questions that every human being has <clears throat> pretty much explored at one time or another. Um, so, yes, we talked about the four elements. We talked about the triplicities. One becomes two, two becomes three, three gives birth to all. In astrology, we also have the three modes. So, um, each one of those modes has four signs to it. We have the cardinal mode, Aries, Libra, Cancer, Capricorn. These are the initiatory um, cardinal initiates things. It catalyzes things. Um, so Aries catalyzes energy, fire, wants to get things done. Libra catalyzes air, intellectual connections among people, society. Um, Cancer catalyzes or initiates emotional bonds. It's a water sign. Capricorn initiates um earthly endeavors they are ambitious they're usually the ceos or managers of either their own company or um you know or in an organization that's just an example so we have cardinal is one mode we have um succeedant or the fixed modes and then we have the mutable the changeable and so you know as i said multi-dimensional and I, I really don't want to get into that since we don't have time. But there are correlations between the 12 zodiac signs and the 12 meridians in terms of, you know, you mentioned the circadian clock and how each meridian is given a two-hour slot in that circadian rhythm the zodiac signs also change every two hours. So, Jennifer, for for, yes. for many people, the information is going to be so fascinating, and yet at the same time, it's going to feel over their head. They're going to feel like, well, how do I work with that? What yeah. do I do with that? What does that mean to me? Or, you know, I can't know all the details about this to be able to heal myself. And yet, the intellectual mind is very served by understanding. I mean, I... I the charts in here that illustrate, you know, how Pisces, you know, and the liver are connected or Aries and the lung or Gemini and the stomach and then how you go into endocrine glands and different things. It's fascinating to know how interconnected we are and to understand certain areas of focus. But I want people to also know there's a simplicity to this mm-hmm. as well and, and the healing and the work and the signature can be as simple as laying back and listening. So talk a little bit about that as we close the show that so that people don't feel overwhelmed by this vast amount of information, but also understand that it all comes together when we talk about numbers and, and notes and the convergence of music and science and medicine. Well, there are great 
examples in history of people who gleaned this information intuitively. And one that stands out, well, two that stand out, Hildegard of Bingen is one. She was not taught, uh, she was not book learned. She simply understood herbal medicine through connecting in nature, you know, being in nature and um, through the spiritual connection that she cultivated, she was given this information. And truly that, you know, that is a takeaway I would love for people to understand. Yes, in my book, I purposely brought in the history and the science to support this shift because there are because this is the world we live in right now people want a rational explanation for why something should work but i am in no way saying that every person needs to take that route um and i hope that my book will inspire and encourage people to really cultivate the intuitive spiritual connection and follow and and as you uh, do in your work, encourage people to follow their heart. So in my work, I apply these signatures in such a way that taps people in to that essence. And uh, it isn't an essence that can be experienced through the rational mind or the intellect. So I I hope that that... um, helps (laughs) it's perfect it's perfect and I encourage everyone it's a really powerful book and especially to to be able to go back and see the history and see how expansively many of these scientists uh, and philosophers looked at things and how interconnected we are on so many levels will help you see that you are the universe you are the stars you are the cosmos and it is reflected back within you through your body temple through your organs, through your cells, through the seasons that we move and walk through. And as you allow your intellectual mind and your rational mind to be satisfied with the material that it needs, you can then move into contacting Jennifer for one of her sessions and allow yourself just to experience the sound, the simplicity of the sound, as it allows your body to come into harmony through its own remembrance of its harmonic signature. You can find out more about Jennifer Gale who instructs astroharmonic medicine continuing education to licensed professionals. She is a certified acutonics practitioner, an astrology sound healer, a mentor with a master's degree in health sciences from St. Francis University. You can find out more about her and the work at soundworksbygale.com. Again, the book is The Science of Planetary Signatures in Medicine, Restoring the Cosmic Foundations of Healing. Until next week... I am Simran, in love, of love, with love and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simran next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.